0: Hello, everyone. Al Madrigal from the All Things Comedy Network. Uh, quick message about fundraising. Thank you so much for listening to an All Things Comedy podcast that you are supporting here. We have a sticker uh, that you can buy for five bucks. It says,
1: I support all things comedy. If you can go to tubestart.com, we have a brief campaign going to support our new studio. No one's making money off of this. We're hoping to just have this studio support the comics and make sure they can record in a great
0: place at no charge and thanks to you all right appreciate it allthingscomedy.com tubestar.com thank you very much welcome everybody to my dumb
2: friends uh i'm geeking out right now because we have a (laughs) host of uh i've never heard
3: you say geeking out before
2: host of cheap heat on uh, Grantland, David Shoemaker is here, yeah. uh, and uh, and also uh, author of uh, Life and Death in Squared Circle, which is a great the, book. The Squared Circle is the, the title. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, Life and Death in the Squared Circle, yeah. right? It, but it's it's a great book, and it's it's too good for a wrestling book. It's a real book.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, it
3: is a great book. Um, <laughs> I it's hear that a nonfiction line. about wrestling, or it's uh, yeah.
0: So, yeah, I mean, it's it started off with me writing these... The, the first wrestling stuff I ever wrote were essays about... dead. It was called Dead Wrestler of the Week, the series for Deadspin. And it was like all my... I wasn't even like the big... Like, I've always been a huge wrestling fan, but I w- it wasn't about contemporary stuff. It was my childhood idols who were all dying in their 40s. And uh, it started <laughs> right. off as sort of a joke and, and and quickly became, more you know, not as much of a joke. And then that mutated into a book, which eventually became sort of a history of professional wrestling. Yeah, I mean, your chapter on
2: Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit is incredible. It's yeah. probably the best summation anyone's ever it, done of those tragedies. You really things. are geeking out right I now. I swear oh, to God, God. yeah. yeah. I can't see your legs. legs. Sean knows nothing about wrestling. I know, so It's, it's yeah, so it's good to have, have you here because... Chris Benoit
0: was this great man. I know he <laughs> was. <Yeah. laughs> Problems. I know what he yeah. did. Yeah. I was joking. I was asking you on the way up here if I was like the only comedian, the only non comedian you've had on the show, and now we're just going to talk about like horrible yeah. tragedies. <laughs> <for> the... <So laughs> this just... is going to be great.
2: Make even sadder. Yeah. yeah. We had a guest recently who just uh, opened with, oh, I was a Coke dealer in college. <laughs> like we weren't going to spend the rest of the podcast talking <laughs> he, about He the... said it
3: like he was asking for a drink. Conan's
0: Gary Veter, everybody. I've <laughs> him at parties.
3: It was a couple of podcasts ago. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was just joking with, with my, my podcast partner, Rosenberg. It said, he, was t- he was telling me some real. Really inappropriate joke that a wrestler had told, and I was oh, like, was that, "That was at the Hacksaw gym." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I was I know like, this, "That's the all the shit." So he was talking about, uh was it, was it Matt Bourne, who was, yeah. a, who was a wrestler who he had a real life feud with later in life? Like because you can go on YouTube was... and see them wrestling at the age of like fifty five and getting into a <laughs> real fight in just a in gym. a backyard somewhere. This yeah, is yeah. a fight yeah. over this is a fight over bringing coke
2: over the border, right? Was, was that, that really it? stemmed <laughs> from? it. <laughs> is it they're both the most wrestling same car? feuds start Is that like I guess like Hacksaw? was the one who took Matt Bourne's Coke... (laughs) And even though it was Matt Bourne's, and I think that that's what the what Iron point, Sheik had a feud with somebody about that too. Yeah, at what point do you
3: stop be, being a wrestler? At that point, <laughs> you know i saying, like, at what, what point are you just a degenerate that wants yeah, his
0: coke? Yeah, I think <laughs> I think it's a little bit of But Yeah. What was the joke? I, I don't know. Rosa, somebody I, somebody mentioned him, and the joke was just like, and Hacksaw was like, oh yeah, Matt. You know what he'd be saying if he was alive right now? Like, let me out of this box, or like, you know, yeah. was one of those. Uh-huh, you know, yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. like, what? The Everyone's best way like, to huh, tra- wait a minute. This the, is a guy you,
2: you knew who died. <laughs> yeah, the best way to
0: change the subject if someone if you're it's about to get into uncomfortable territory is just tell the most like offensive joke possible. I think just which like, is totally not true. But yeah. you want to clear the room, sure. Yeah, why exactly. not? Yeah. Everybody goes running. Well, you know, I I was just um,
2: and we're going to be talking about this in a future episode too, Mr. Anderson. But I was in a uh, in a uh, sketch with Roddy Roddy Piper recently, <laughs> and Mr. Anderson and Mr. Anderson, Mr. As normal Anderson. As, as you can be. You know yeah. what I mean? And Roddy Roddy Piper, he looks like a urban legend came to life. Do you know what I mean? Like, he walks into a room and you're just like, oh, this is a guy who's not totally there anymore. You yeah, know what I mean? of course. It's like a living legend. You're watching somebody. It's almost like, because I saw I met Far Griffin, too. And it's like, they almost look like they're CGI. They're not like yeah. real yeah. people. You know, they wear their faults on themselves. So apparently, and you go right around Piper and he's like, for that age, one of the best. That is you he, can turn he's probably out what guy.
3: sixty? Sixty?
2: He's got to be sixty. Yeah, early sixties something 60s. like that. Yeah, wow. we just did a. And we, he aged like an actual old man. He didn't age
0: like Hogan did. Where Hogan's like clearly still taking shit, you know? Yeah. yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, exactly. we did a we did a live podcast with a whole cast of Legends House, which is like all of like so many all of these the guys. Old, who was here. the most the reality, fucking out of is it, reality out of everybody. I mean there was out of it. I mean it was early in the morning and Mean Jean was having trouble with being awake that early in the morning. But the funny thing, the <laughs> funny that, thing was that cool off. Was Mean Jean passing out? No, no, he was awake, you know, he but he a lot of people think, thought that he was drunk and I just, you know, I think that if anything he was, you know, it was the night before, but uh right. but Piper, you know, hanging out with these guys the night before, but Piper was like was like like mothering him the whole time along, which, which, which was awesome was because like it, like, like, it's like Midnight Cowboy, but he was bro. just sort of like like we'd be like, okay, guys, we're moving in here, and Piper would just hang back with Gene until we, he was re- they were both real sure that they it was a straight line to where they were going, <laughs> <laughs> and he was really, was really sweet, like it was a really it was a really like it humanized Piper in a way, and I think right. kind of brought him down a couple of notches. Well uh, he started
2: heckling my performance. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, and no one are knew Are you it sure he was, he was heckling? No it? one or knew he was just, it, maybe it was just it was muttering. Was the rest to himself. of the cast is it's uh, it's friends of the people, it's on True TV now, I'm guessing by the time this comes out. But the rest of the cast, Jermaine Fowler especially, who's just a little shit. I love Jermaine, but he's like a little he is shit. He's a little shit. Yeah. And he starts going And like, he's little. Oh, Roddy Popper's talking shit about your acting. So he's like calling it. What was he oh saying? What was he saying? I don't know. Like, ah, you know, this fucking idiot. Like something like that. Or I like, feel like you know that's that? just him talking like, to himself. Yeah, I don't know. That's how yeah. he exhales.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, he exhales and it's just like an Irish curse. Yeah. yeah
3: just all that pain comes out with his breath. Oh,
2: man. So uh, by the time this, will, I mean, we're recording this podcast right after Battleground <laughs> yeah. two nights ago. Yeah. Which, you know, people were shitting on that. And, and I know you guys don't know this pay-per-view. People were shitting Do you know on. Wrestling?
3: Hold on. Do you know wrestling, Tom? no no yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: people people were shitting on this last pay per view pretty hard but the battleground that came beforehand this was literally the end of the show which is probably the worst ending of a show i've ever seen in wrestling history which was there's was a guy daniel bryan who was like the underdog trying to take randy orton's title and by ending it, instead they had this other wrestler, the Big Show, come out, who's this like yeah, I've heard seven foot, four hundred yeah. pound guy. He punches Daniel Bryan in the face, essentially doing a heel turn. So here goes this guy, bad guy now. But then he looks like he's crying, and then he punches Randy Orton in the face, and that's the and then two referees, and that's the end of the show. Who,
3: who, was it a they David try, Lynch thing? Yeah, they try <laughs> to have like this <laughs> really like,
2: real Sopranos, like what's going on in the mind of this character that no one really gave a shit about. And that was the way they ended the pay per view. They didn't explain it. They, yeah, the, no one even booed. Like the audience, I was looking at the audience. Are yeah. all just like, what is going on? Yeah,
0: no, I always complain. I, I always like wish there were more nuance in wrestling. at, at times, but like, the, but ending a big show with this sort of like, I mean, and you know they're never going to explain it like adequately, you know? No, because they don't have the chops. Because they think that they're, expl- they think that it's clear. They must have thought that we that know, would have been clear to everybody what was going on. Well, no. that's what they were so desperate to just have a big guy be the
2: hero. Yeah, right, you mean right now. Well, yeah, now or then. It's like Roman Reigns now. The guy who's the big guy now is good in the ring, and he looks the part, but he still talks like a porno star from the browsers video. So <laughs> yeah, that's about before right. Before he starts out, he's like, I'm going to beat your ass. He talks, <laughs> he talks sexy. Yeah. He's got like a weird, sexy mouth. <laughs> yeah. and I'm not just saying that. The guy's very handsome. I'll yeah. pull up a picture a of him. Weird, he's, a really, he's, a, he's a
0: really attractive guy. Actually, I have a buddy who got a girl by, show, by like, Instagramming a photo of him and Roman Reigns together, like that's how sexy Roman Reigns He's is. He's very wow. attractive, and and you know,
2: there's all as, as homophobic as wrestling is. There's also something so homoerotic about it that like they love good look like 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 Shawn Michaels like Vince McMahon used to go ape shit for Shawn Michaels when he would take off his clothes.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, there's guys like Brutus the Barber, Beefcake that we remember that basically yeah. just wrestled in assless chaps. I mean, there was yeah, like there yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, Brutus, yeah,
3: and Brutus had yeah. that, that like that this Jerry that, curl. This is the guy,
2: very handsome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He looks like a Game of Thrones character. Exactly. He looks like the Cal Drogo (laughs) guy. Yeah, and I think that people are... But I don't know if the guy really can talk, so I think he may be one of these... Guys that they put a lot no of No personality, into. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, everyone's, like, talking about it. Like, you, you say, like, he's going to be the next big thing. I think it's going to be more like Batista, where he has, what? like, a year of, like, all right, we're going
0: to try to make this work. And then, like, shit, he's still not the guy. He's not yeah. like, the number well, one guy. Well, part of it's that he just is clearly going to be positioned. They're going to try yeah. him out as the next big thing, and that's obviously true now. But I think Batista is a pretty good comp. I mean, it, he's his yeah. cousin is The Rock. If right. there's anyone that's holding out hope that he's going to be that sort of transcendent personality... I, yeah I, you know I, I I hope they don't really they're not putting any money on it no
2: I just don't think it's gonna you know like the whole thing is the rock had the half black thing going for him which yeah. i think made him Try harder because he's like in this company that's run by a racist Irishman. Maybe if yeah. I really uh, <laughs> just try to pretend I'm Muhammad Ali, this will work, and it did. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm wrong about yeah. that. But, but
0: the sexy thing is, I actually wrote about that in my book too. When I was writing yeah. about uh, ravishing Rick Rude, who I don't know. if Gorgeous. Guys remember I remember ravishing Rick But I mean, He used to have like the chiseled like abs and would like just like do the. Like pelvic thrusts, put his hand above his head and stuff, Oh, yeah, and, he w- and that's like right, seduce yeah. women. He would always kiss a woman from the crowd in the ring before the <laughs> match started. But I write that wrote that he like the reason why he was the best like villain of that era was because you couldn't look at him and not acknowledge the fact that wrestling was like a homoerotic mess. Oh right? yeah, like, you know, like, yeah. It was he would, he would like he would just he would just gyrate his hips. He was definitely more into. Like the gyrating with his opponents than he was through the, with the women he was kissing. It was almost it was like, like
3: they used to have Adrian Adonis. Remember Adrian yeah. Adonis? That's but, like.
0: But he's a joke, right? I mean, he's, he's someone a like
3: joke, but it's like there's something there. Like oh, there
0: there's yeah. always been those guys in wrestling. It's really weird. I mean, going back to the like 40s and 50s, they have guys like that. It's I mean, yeah. Burgess George was the first, but. New, in New York, there was a wrestling ballet dancer named Ricky Starr who was a good guy, but people loved the fact that he would take these like evil like Russian dudes and like show them up by being you know kind of like a like a fop. You know, he would like wow. He, he, that's
2: wait, what, what year was that from? Yeah, his I 50s. I mean, right, there's, there's during YouTube, the Cold a War. YouTube video of him. So yeah. he would like that was the first time. So he did the Goldust stick, but it was actually like yeah, braced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't 50s.
0: he wasn't just like going way over the top. I mean, I, right. well, for the time maybe he so was. So it was really almost going, like
2: um. Like, fucking, uh, you know, uh, Behind the Candelabra, that guy. Uh, yeah, Liberace, oh, Liberace. Liberace. I was like, yeah, yeah, Liberace yeah, there yeah. was like a wink-wink. I think it was, yeah, Liberace is probably a good comparison. And it's so crazy, because stuff that you'd never think would work. And this is what, what I wanted to bring you on, because this is like uh, one of these things where the dumb stuff in wrestling is very actually hard to pinpoint, because, like, for instance, like, you'd see a guy like IRS... Was a great gimmick, but what he was was a—he was just a Irwin fucking guy. Something he Irwin worked for the IRS. Ellen. Yeah, he was. He would call you on your taxes. <laughs> yeah. If you put that on paper, you'd be like, "There's no way that this works." Yeah. And he was actually a really good heel. It worked for whatever reason. Yeah.
0: Every single story. He was I,
3: popular as a popular heel. He was—he was a good heel. Yeah. He worked. Yeah. Because I mean, if he didn't, he would be gone in a second. That is one of the most interesting things about wrestling is what is going to work. That all sounds dumb, and then what well, dumb sounds dumb. fucking works. Like
2: for instance, like why that that didn't that worked. But then probably the worst gimmick in history, I would say, would be Mm. Mantar.
0: Who's Mantar? That's Really tough. Okay, yeah, that yeah, is but it's it's really it's... <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. But let's we'll, we'll talk about Mantar for a second. Let me pull up a picture. He was a guy that was just like a fat dude that they made him into like a like a minotaur character. They said he had hooves, <laughs> but he was obviously uh, he clearly did not have hooves.
2: Uh, I have
0: a picture now. This is he existed for about forty five minutes on one episode <laughs> of like Superstar. Yeah, it's
3: weird the what these fans will turn on. Look
0: well, the weird. Now. I mean, the weirdest thing about about IRS is that he was a really established. This star. was Mantar. <laughs> Oh, was, yeah, and it was like, was, like he, he gay, a, he, was, there, was there a tail involved? I mean, it was like a very, like, he wore, pelty he sort of wear uniform. He would Mastodon.
2: Uh, oh, right. Uh, he would wear this thing, but apparently, uh, like, Jim Cornette was talking about, because he, like, he couldn't see out of it. So sometimes he would, like, walk into shit on the way. <laughs> oh He's like a Disney yeah, this, character. Yeah, this is the thing he wore. Before it's funny how every it's like funny how
3: the, every fifth wrestler looks like Bam Bam Bigelow. Like yeah. there's like how many Bam Bam Bigelows?
0: I think there was in those days there was a whole lot of yeah. like seeing a doorman at a bar and just being like, "Dude, can you come out?" Tonight? <laughs> like, <laughs> "You, you want to make some <laughs> <laughs> extra cash?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Do you have
3: a character that you have? Yeah, the yeah, Do exactly. doorman I mean, and, and yeah. everybody
0: complains about all the steroids that got into wrestling in the 80s, but a lot of that was just I think the bouncers were doing steroids. And yeah. way, all yeah. of a sudden there was just like strong <laughs> like really muscular guys working the door. Right. Yeah, they uh, were just around. Um but, yeah, and IRS was a really great wrestler. That was the weird thing. And, there, I mean, if that, if that had happened Bray today. His Bray Wyatt, who's a Charles Manson guy. Yeah. Who really works. And Bo his, Dallas. Who is what a do you totally mean? Hold Bo on. Yeah. Back yeah, up too, for a second. Who really works.
3: What like. do you mean a Charles Manson guy?
2: Well, he does, like, the Manson gimmick, where he's, like, a cult leader.
3: Okay.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I know that one. again. That sounds like we're like that one works. But if
0: IRS happened today, if they had taken this like classically trained wrestler guy and made him into IRS, the internet would just explode with anger. You know. Oh yeah. But it it really did work. He wrestled in a shirt and tie. This is the he. That's
2: why does he look like a bookie? That's Bray Wyatt. Uh, uh, That's the Charles Manson one who wears a uh, yeah. He wears a Dr. John type. Uh, Key West hat. Yeah, it's like <laughs> and, it's and, like, and, like and,
0: Charles Manson by way of uh, uh, what was the De Niro role? The uh, Cape Fear. Cape Fear. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah,
2: You know, you know the.
0: He just looks like the guy that your mom
2: fucks right after divorce. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I <laughs> yeah. met Bray down in Tampa. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not trying to be a dad. <laughs> He's child. got a Corvette. I'll yeah,
3: right. In. Exactly. The, the thing I always wondered about, the, oh, and you yeah. would know more than anybody, is. Well at what point cuz I remember back in the day when I was a kid back in the day they tried to put forth this this vision that like that it was real that all this all the wrestling was real yeah, yeah, and if yeah. you said it was fake like no it's not fake whatever it is. and then at some point everybody just
0: accepted it was fake right. uh-huh. and then but
3: they just like fake believed that it was real to have fun with it
0: right when did that happen well i actually this is what the, the whole first section of my book is about I think a lot. It's sort of like Santa Claus. where like, you know, there's an age at which you think it's real, and you just sort of get over it. Twelve is when you're like, like, okay. Vince. Okay. The the, the most recent thing was that, or that Vince McMahon came out in the early '80s because he wanted to get out from under like the taxes from the like the athletic commissions, and just said this isn't a sport. I don't have to pay to have you guys around. But and he started using the word sports entertainment. But I was when I was doing research for my book, I found references from like. 1915, where there were magazine articles where, like the the writers were clearly saying that the wrestling was fake we're and saying, everybody yeah. knew it, and there were promoters that were saying it through the 30s, 40s. There was a, there was a a promoter named Jack Pfeffer here in New York who got blackballed out of doing, promoting wrestling and went to the New York Daily Mirror in the 40s, and or the 50s, I forget which, and, and, and basically just outed the entire industry. Wow, okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's. I'd love to see the, that
2: headline where it's like,
0: uh, Japan attacks Pearl Harbor <laughs> yeah, and the wrestling, wrestling hey. fake! <laughs> well, that was... The, yeah, the thing was, like, it, it was so... They, they actually had to, like, sort of soft-pedal it because they didn't... I, I don't know if it was offensive or what, but they really framed it around, like, match-fixing, basically. Because if you assume it's real, then the... The, like the, the the crazy thing is that like they're fixing the match. It's like, right. it's like if yeah. all the boxing matches were fixed. Yeah, because you can bet on it. Right, they didn't talk about it being like choreographed, which I think was probably a little bit too far for people to wrap their minds around. But
3: right, and I think what yeah. happens now is the guys the guys that are our age are the first group of wrestling fans that took it past a certain age. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't think right. back in the day, if, if you were like guys who were in the fi- wrestling in the '50s. And they're dr- are adults now. like in their 60s now, whatever they're in. Yeah. They never. They weren't in their 30s like going to wrestling match unless they were bringing their kids. Yeah. And they weren't into it like how guys in their what 30s that, are now.
2: It, it, here's my quote. What's a sadder conversation? Two guys being like, oh, man... Like, uh, like uh, CM Punk is really gonna kick the ass out of this guy tonight, or some people going like, "Yeah, I just don't think this angle works. I don't know what they're doing with that character." <laughs> <Yeah>. What's <laughs> like that's more the second conversation? The second conversation—that's yeah. the one I have all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's yeah. The one you have all the time. It is. Yeah, because that's you really know, because
3: one. you know, you pulled back the curtain. You know, it's, it, there's uh, no, there's no mystic yeah. There's no, there's no. You're <laughs> just like, oh yeah, exactly. But you're
0: having right? the first conversation is like a quick ride to Crazy Town because if you're just like, because nothing works logically, you know, it's like, yeah, everything that we know means that like you know Brock Lesnar or John Cena should win every match so when they lose like what are you thinking you know (laughs) as a kid you can really get heartbroken over that stuff but it's just so funny how like
2: Lesnar doesn't need because Lesnar is you know he's an ultimate fighting champion. Yeah, and they'll do interviews. Yeah, he's like an actual fighter. He's an actual real fighter. One of the
3: more actual fighters. Well, you know they how could...
0: they get all pissed off like if you like,
3: ooh, it's fake, right? That's like that Dusty Rhodes. Who was that guy? That, that slap when he slapped John Stossel. Oh, uh,
0: uh, Doctor D, Dave Schultz. Yeah. one of the great moments in wrestling history. <laughs> uh, he actually got fired for that. Do you remember that? Is yeah, that, yeah. The got video. fired for it. Yeah, he, got, he was supposed to be Roddy Piper basically. I mean, there there are yeah. stories that he was like going to be the, the he was Hulk Hogan's main opponent forever. Oh wow! And they just had to. It's weird how often, uh, I was talking about this with my buddy last night. How there's this weird perception gap where, like, we're acknowledging wrestling's fake, right? I mean, that's the point of the John Stossel piece. And yet, when they do something offensive, they just like feel like, or when somebody does something, they have to like, like, fire them or send out an an apologetic press release. Uh, it's very, very strange. But the guy got fired, and, and, uh, yeah, I mean it, that's what you get for. I it's guess, pretty for telling crazy the
3: video. It's the fake. guy full on just knocks him on his feet. It's yeah. really gone well. Up. Yeah, he's a tough motherfucker. It's,
2: he's humongous. But it's just funny with Lesnar, who has something else going on. In the last a press conference, he goes, "What's the big difference between Ultimate Fighting and this?" He goes, "Well, I don't know if you've been living under a barn, but wrestling's fake." <laughs> 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 yeah. That's that what he, he said. Yeah, he goes, that was so in a press conference. It's not real. Yeah. They were just trying to For get him to say funny. something funny, yeah. I'm... Yeah, they're trying to get him to say something funny and he's just like it's just not real. Yeah. So yeah. that's the big difference. And then yeah. he's like, yeah. He's like like if... idiots.
3: Yeah. Back in... also, like at this point with him, he's like I they can fire me tomorrow, it doesn't matter I anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Enough it money. Was...
0: Back in the 80s there was like a whole cottage industry of like exposing wrestling, which was just seems so silly like even at the right. time. Right. But there was, a, I just wrote about this not long ago. There was a guy, uh, what's his name? The comedian with the Belzer, Richard Belzer. Right. Really, a, Hogan he, really fucked him up. Yeah. He had like a talk show that nobody, two different talk shows that nobody remembers. And yeah. uh, era one of them, like right before WrestleMania 1, I guess, he had Hogan and Mach, I mean, and Mr. T on. And he was like, yeah, it's all fake. Show me a wrestling move. And Hogan was like, okay. And put him in a headlock. Yeah. Choked him out. Oh, we watched you, this. Do you think you can on hear him thing. go?
2: Yeah. I'm gonna do it for real this time. <laughs> you hear him do that to Mr. T. He drops. Well, bells are drops because he really puts a sleep holder on him, and then you see a pool of blood well, form around his head. His head
0: bounces oh, off the ground with a sickening head. thud. Oh. And then- yeah, it's you can only it's like really bad like VHS tape like triple record you know like yeah. dubbed or whatever. But you can see the like the dark pool. And he lost spreading. a couple hundred yeah. thousand
2: dollars from that Hogan. Although Hogan then told everybody it was like eight billion because Hogan still lies about everything. Hogan lies about everything, everything. So now is
3: that what about that Union story? That's
2: a true story. That's well, that's what I read in the Jesse the Body Ventura's book. But David, you oh mean the that, Union thing, yeah. Hogan's it, the one who broke the unions at WrestleMania two. Yeah,
0: I mean that's that's the story with that. There's I mean there's 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 lots of stories about that. There's a I mean. And there was a story that that Sergeant Slaughter got fired because he was one of the guys trying to unionize, and that's why he was gone for so long. And uh, there's stories about... Cena and I think Bret Hart too, kind of like busting unions. I mean, when this stuff comes up, Cena
2: that, b- busted. Well, too, huh?
0: no, Cena not, has not busted union. Cena has gone on the record saying he doesn't think unions are necessary in, in wrestling. Of course not. But that's the that's and the He's problem. making the most yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. when you know, you're making ten million dollars a year, then you don't. Of course, there's no reason for a union. You you just shut the fuck up if you're doing <laughs> that. You don't have an yeah. opinion. You become yeah. a company man if you're gonna do that. Um, but, but then Bret Hart
2: broke it up too.
0: I, no, I, it might have been another thing where I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna totally like talk out of turn. He he's been on the record too about. You know, when he when you're champion, you never think you need a union, right? Because you're like right, I climbed, were... I crawled the way the, cut my, up. Cut
2: to super crazy, making forty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, and riding a lawnmower to the ring, breaking his fucking <laughs> neck. That's another <laughs> thing WWE did, where they uh, they had the
0: two Mexican tag team. There was three guys, three okay, all like famous Mexican luchadors. Who? who
2: got, where would you rate this on a scale from like? Like one to David Duke as far as racism. <laughs> uh, this does. is
0: this is a just, just a couple of inches shy of David Duke, but <laughs> not really that much. But yeah, they took three like guys who were. I mean, it's not like they were just these like super earnest, serious competitors that needed to be treated like Muhammad Ali. But they were three like respected. Mexican luchadors, and they took all their masks away, which which is all, already a sort of like that's form dis- of disrespect face, yeah. And then they put them in like in like uh, like you know uh, like bodysuit, or what are they called like zip up like garage yeah. like whatever like and, and uh, bandanas <laughs> on their head and sunglasses and had them ride to the ring on a, in a riding John Deere. Well, actually, they labeled it Juan Deere lawnmower and called them and called them the the Mexicos, which is oh that's my a real god, <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. That, that, that was all so
2: bad. All right, well, all right, if you had to write down, say the the top five dumbest oh, angles WWE has ever written. Not, not wrestlers, but w, top the five dumbest ideas. plot lines.
0: Yeah. I mean, the the dumbest thing ever, I mean, it's almost too easy to say, would probably have to be the gobbledygooker, right? Do you, do you yeah. remember that? Do you know that? the gobbledygooker? No. Well, sure. Sean doesn't know. So there was, was, it was like for, I think, was it the first Survivor Series? Which was, I, I it it don't was one of the there? early Survivor Series. It was a Thanksgiving tradition. Like they were showing them on Thanksgiving night or Thanksgiving Eve. And in order to kind of like, I guess, feed into this Thanksgiving thing, right. they had this giant egg that was like, you know, eight feet long. And they were just like, this is going to hatch at SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> and like there is, and literally no one is excited. I'm so this, glad. Right? Like,
2: there's, you know, I was so nervous because Sean doesn't know anything about wrestling. I'm like, is this
0: episode going to go over? And then it's so ridiculous yeah. that people immediately get just how like, awful yeah. it is. It's like they, whenever they try to just do this sort of mainstream appeal thing, it's absolutely insane. Awful. But they, and I remember me, Gene. So they bring out this egg, and it's like, yeah, it's like has a little, giant egg, like, like a Macy's That's Survivor Series. Yeah. yeah, an egg, and it's and on a platform, has a little. And everybody nest at this it. point, they think it's going to be like, uh, I guess, like the next Andre or some big. Yeah, there's some, there's some. Yeah, a wrestler is gonna come out and it's gonna be awesome. Is this the uh, is this the ne- is this the 90s? This is early 90s. Early 90s, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the and yeah, and late I remember 80s, Me, Mean Gene. Mean Gene comes out with a microphone. It's like to say, like to try to like lead into it. and He's like, what's gonna be here? Will it be balloons? A dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> the, the playmate of the month? Or it's just like none of these things make sense. Like, none of them are interesting. Like, I don't want
3: any of those. Like things. who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Imagine like who's gonna watch the hatch and go, ooh, balloon?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know this is like just oh, like, the, like the kids that got in free that are sitting in that front row section. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right, 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 The eggs blocking their view of the ring. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely nuts. And then what came out was. Again, one of the most decorated Mexican wrestler, actually uh, Mexican American wrestlers of all time, Hector Guerrero, yeah. who is dressed oh, as a yeah. dressed as a turkey. Oh <laughs> and, and he just proceeded he proceeded to get in the ring with Mean Jean and do like a hoedown dance.
3: Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah.
0: yeah. And they were and they were piping in gobbling oh. noises on the like the PA. So like you could it, it clearly the audience wasn't was coming booing. from booing Even then like when everyone yeah. believed everything. <laughs> they believed Hogan was ending the Cold War. Even then the fans were like <laughs> Fuck yeah. this shit! Yeah, this is bullshit. And so yeah, Vince McMahon like went into that night thinking he was unveiling his new superstar, and and like the next day the guy was just they like, set the say set the costume on fire backstage or something. It oh my gone.
3: god! There's a lot it's of that's stuff. The thing where it's like, do you think some you don't think there's somebody that's doing that just to be like, fuck you guys, you get this on Thanksgiving because we're just trying to fuck with you? They fuck they're with the They're so
2: wrestlers. stupid, man. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah, they're like, and, and there's no, and I don't even think they're stupid because you know we've known. People who've written for yes, it before, you've known people who've written for it. No,
3: I think, I think they're... From what he said... They're dead. They're, they're <laughs> dumb as shit. They're like, <laughs> they, like, when they see somebody fall and hit their nuts, they, like, start hysterical. Like, That's <laughs> Vince. Yeah, 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 he's Vince yeah, yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. Vince's yeah.
2: big gag, apparently, backstage, the thing that he found funniest more than anything else is that there's a guy who has a big gag reflex, and Vince, on his way to the stage, accidentally shit his pants one night, and Vince then thought... It is was, that true? Yeah, Vince thought it was hilarious. He took his shitty underwear and just ran after the guy in the back... <laughs> Until the guy smelled it and then puked into a trash can. Yeah, just a, that just, was Pat. Um, um, with Gerald Briscoe? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, There's a lot of those stories. <laughs> just like like this, the, the, like the simpler, the simpler, the better. I mean, there was a scene just a couple of few weeks ago where. Uh, uh Vicky where yeah, vicky Guerrero, basically like their second to last episode. This the widow of Eddie Guerrero, she was hired basically so that like she could have employment and like a you know a salary after her yeah, husband died yeah, so from being of, a, a fucking wrestler. pension Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they bring her on, kind of kind She's of like, like, her, what, ritually make yeah, they yeah. ritually make fun of her, and then her second to last episode because she has completed night school and has got a legitimate job as like in, in like a like a, a healthcare company or something. Like, congratulations to her. Her second to last episode, Stephanie McMahon from off screen, barfs all over, like a cannon of vomit just sprays her down. And everyone's just like, I don't oh. understand. But it's like, you know, no, Vince, and his, Vince is high-fiving his writing team right now. Like, that's what's oh going my. on.
3: It's Rome. It's, yeah. it's fucking Rome.
0: <laughs> it is. That's what it is. It's Rome, except, yeah, it's the one the one guy in charge who just, like, can't... Who just He doesn't expose himself to anything else. He's a, Everyone says he works 20 hours a day, and he just doesn't know what's going on in the world. So, you yeah. know, everything... Yeah, I
3: that, don't think he it, to be honest. Right. I don't think he's, like... Let's talk about uh, Israel and Palestine. Well, there was I was at Vince Russo, uh, who's
2: an old WWE writer who internet people have went from loving to hating to love. He's basically what happened if like the smartest guy in Long Island Community College somehow got a writing job yeah. you know what i mean like he couldn't why would you pick Long Island Community College? No no, no I I a, head, from, a head writing job I went to Long Island oh, Community I'm sorry College. I forgot you about that,
3: that.
2: <laughs> really about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. the smartest guy no, who I didn't say you were doesn't wrong doesn't host her say <laughs> he talks like this i swear to god yeah. he talks i'm and apparently like Vince was just so out of it that like people would try to like he would have to lie about like be like Oh, Vince, did you see that Giants game last night? He goes, huh, great game. And then he would leave. And then everyone, like, close. he's never watched a sports game in his life. Yeah. He hasn't done anything. All he does is WWE. Yeah,
3: that's crazy. Like, And
2: then he'll get, like, this. there's a new character called Adam Rose, who's clearly a Russell Brand, get him to the Greek ripoff. Yeah. But that movie was, like, six also, years ago. They the
3: guy who fired me once. Oh, really? really? I had, Russell Brand? I, I was a, no, no, Adam Rose. Oh, uh-huh. really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the doorman job. Yeah, the doorman job. Yeah. But
2: uh, you could tell... That, like, Vince saw that on Stars or something the night yeah, before. In
0: the corporate jet or whatever. In the corporate jet. He's like, we're going to do that. <laughs> and then he did it, and it was, you know, it's not oh, doing that God. great. I mean, I feel bad for the guy. No, it's a good. It's a good character. He actually has put more life into it than than he needed to. You know, right? No, like, I'm. I'm. You know, are right. I like it's,
2: Paul Burchill. I like the pirate guy. Yeah, but he I never
0: like Paul Burchill. Great
2: wrestler. Pirate wrestler.
0: Pirate <laughs> pi- uh, pirate pirate uh, uh, wrestler having an affair with his sister, right? Or was that no? Then the si- incest thing. The incest thing came was later.
2: Before or after. <laughs>
3: Yeah, See? It's just, just what, let's, let's be honest. It's muscular soap opera. Yeah. It's it's, yes. it's,
2: it's, it's, Well, the big angle that, and this is, this would make, I think, with top, we're not done with the top five stupid angles, but this would definitely make number one if they'd ever gotten a chance to do it. Yeah. Was the angle that Vince has always wanted to do was the incest with Stephanie angle. He, His daughter. Shut you know, all those, up. That's a big rumor backstage. That's a fact? And that oh, a yeah, fact? Nothing, like, nothing's a fact, but yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, Except yeah, for yeah. if you talk to a wrestler and you're like, is this happening? You go, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, like, they'll, like, immediately, like, off record be like but, but yeah there, that's the thing that's yeah that's the thing that he wants but wrestlers believe every I mean the truth when it comes out of a wrestler's mouth is a really fungible thing like there's no yep. way to know if any how many
2: people you think how many wrestlers a percentage of wrestlers you think are working you to some extent when you're talking to almost a hundred percent but the really other, yeah
0: I mean yeah but the other thing I and mean, by it oh, so working but, you means lying to you for other people but the other thing is I, yeah, I, I'm not we I get mean, that I think they're all a little bit on guard like they want wrestling they, they, so. they want to put one over on you but the vast majority of them are also living in this fantasy land. Like it's a maybe a little bit less now if you talk to a guy like Daniel Bryan or whoever that's like they're basically like a real guy, you know. Or yeah. well, like but, what
3: about CM Punk? He seems yeah, like I mean
0: yeah. but he's he's but, a psycho too. Exactly. Like he it might not be the wrestling, but he's just sort of like full of it. Just in like the way yeah. that he he's just like you're the a guy you would know who's just
2: sort I've of I've never seen somebody leave a business cuz he left CM Punk left wrestling, but he like, did for good? He says he's good, but he's like loving like if people really, are dying like, for him to come yeah, back. Yeah, like if he if he really would, didn't love the spotlight, he would have had an interview three months later being like, Hey, what's up?" Three I'm days dumb. later. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done, I had a good time, I'm done. But now he's he's doing stuff like uh maybe I'll you know, I won't yeah, come back. We, yeah. Like he'll he'll tweet it's, purposely it, to just like, like he, he loves the fact he's the making frenzy, he's yeah, he still working us? What yeah. of his friends what yeah.
0: still working for them and they're paying? Well him they stopped paying him recently, but he still gets merch residuals and stuff, and who knows what else is going on. One of his friends wrote an essay for like the Chicago Reader or whatever about how like my best friend can't won't be no one will leave him alone and like lamenting how he like takes his trash out and there's kids waiting for autographs like they could happen once you know and just, like, it's, like <laughs> the, the sad sad story yeah, also, of you're a not mo- the Beatles see him yeah exactly like, the sad story of the kid and his mom who left him Halloween candy you know I mean just like this, like absolutely <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he like he lives in you know what, what's the hipster neighborhood in Chicago at uh, uh, Wicker of, Park. Wicker Park. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like it'd be like you know like like you know if you had like a primetime show on NBC and like you know five people say hi to you over the course of a week in Williamsburg, it's like that's not a bad life, man. That's like right. kind of no, what we're all looking for, all. you know? Yeah,
2: yeah, you're not Dave Chappelle either. <laughs> Calm down, nobody's like going ape. It's still wrestling. Nobody cares. Yeah. that. I and mean, I love. Her. And by the way, I say all this huge wrestling fan. I'm going to go to SummerSlam next year. I'm like, I'm. Bought and paid for. You're a huge two. fan. Yeah, yeah. So when I make fun of this stuff, it is out of love. But Alex Grubart is a comic. Has a great joke about wrestling. It is wrestling's the only thing that's like it's like like all you can say to defend people if you're a wrestling fan is like when it's bad, it's really bad. But when it's good. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it wasn't too bad. Uh, you know, there's no way to defend it, well, really. Well, part of you has to be this into it to keep going with it. Like yeah, You can't just be... Well, it's not like sports where you can half-check it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm following this team. You don't, you don't just half-ass follow wrestling. It's hard. You have, to, you have to sign on to a team and get with it. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean,
0: one of the things that's made it fun and kind of easy to follow in the modern world is obviously the internet because it's like the kind of ultimate nerd culture. Yeah. I mean there was a famous article that was going around that like the second most edited page on Wikileaks on the all of wikipedia was wwe employees like wikipedia, i mean this is like how invested the internet is but you know so it's cool to have these like like-minded people you can get online and like read yeah. and interact with but everybody's like so negative and it's and like anything else on the internet yeah. but it's just like like there's no great show that's gonna get like an a plus rating it's like there'll be a moment and every but but like half of the people will find a way to shit on it so yeah, yeah.
3: It's also like it almost becomes I get I also feel for them a little bit because it becomes like the Simpsons. It's been going on for so long. How yeah. do you think of new storylines yeah. for this thing? You know what I'm saying? Because
2: you know ultimately well, people need to see people need to re, re- people need to fantasize about their violent fantasies of what they'd want to do to someone they don't like in their life. Yeah. And it's it's always going to be a little bit better than Ultimate Fighting because Ultimate Fighting's real and it could end after two I, rounds. Yeah. This, like, I want to see the guy get trash put over his head. Yeah. That will always be there. I still think it's never going to go away because that will always be there. Yeah. Have they ever
3: done Aliens An Alien Storyline? Uh,
2: oh, they must have, right? Yes. Max Moon yeah. was... Yeah, there was...
0: Uh, <laughs> That's Mac- the worst name ever, <laughs> Max Moon. What was his? Was he from the future, or was he? No, there was future. There was a, there was a Techno Team Three Thousand. Was that them? Were techno Team the Two Thousand. There was a tag team that was from the future in, in WCW, that was like Chris Who Champion. Who's naming these? A grandma? Look somewhere? up Chris Champion. He was in a tag team. <laughs> with this somebody. is Max techno Moon.
3: Team, team. I love these I guys. They're right. like Techno well, Team Three Thousand.
2: Techno Team Two Thousand. I think the they son, right? They had to be. Well, this is them from Techno Team Two Thousand.
1: Oh my god. Uh, that was yeah, the, that's, that's Eric Watts. They just yeah, look like they're yeah. working at Benny Hanna.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, and then they have the, and then what was it, Max Moon? Yeah. Was the other guy?
3: Max Moon, Naughty, just, Max even, Moon just sounds like, like a failed jazz musician. Top,
2: I guess he's pretty, Max Moon is pretty dumb.
0: He's pretty up there. Pretty that was dumb. that was Conan too. Again, another legendary Mexican wrestler. Oh, it was. Yeah, that, that was Conan. Max for, Moon. That is the worst thing I've ever seen. It was Conan for a minute, or it was supposed to be Conan and maybe never was. That was Paul Diamond, but uh,
3: Max Moon.
0: Yeah, it was. There have been a lot of. I mean, space and the future are really hard to do. Uh, uh, Very believe hard believe to do. it or not, that's a right, it's a really hard subject matter to to, to cross. <sighs>
2: I mean, they'll just do something. All right, back to top five dumbest angles in pro wrestling. We got number one. I think number two, we'd have to go. <laughs> a list with, that you just are coming up yes, with now. We're this up is on not spot. A, yeah. I'd have to go with uh, Tom is so checked out for this episode, by the way. Okay, Ka-
0: okay. It's <laughs> also, Katie Vick. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Katie I, I, I literally dumbest. have avoided re engaging in that since it happened. Uh, What is it? Basically, it involved. I I, I won't be able to do it justice, but it was uh, Kane was feuding with Triple H. Undertaker's burnt half brother. Yeah, and then uh, I don't. Well, I don't even. Remember. Oh yeah, Triple H said he had some like secret news about Kane's past, which is like every again. You you were talking about how like it has to be the same stories over yeah, and over again. Yeah, it is the a repeat, lot of the time, yeah. especially for certain wrestlers when it's like you know it's like Wolverine in the comic books. It's like every yeah. new villain's like I got the keys to your past, Wolverine. You know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, something right, like. right. And this is one of those moments. Triple H was like, I found out something about you, Kane, and it's that you had sex with a dead chick, like in the, <laughs> the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he
2: killed her. First, oh, he killed, her. He yeah, killed yeah. her, and then, and then he had a video. He goes, and we have this video from the uh, funeral, and it's, it's, it's obviously Triple H in a cane mask stepping into the casket to fuck the dead body. Oh
3: my god! Wait, this is rumored or this went through? This went through. Oh yeah, we well, can said pull it, it up right video. here. Oh my uh, god! I
2: can pull up a still at least, uh, <laughs> and her name was Katie Vick.
3: I love how he chose the funeral to Here's have the session.
2: Here's a picture of what it ended up as. Um, this really helps for a podcast at home. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But, <laughs> Although uh,
3: it's literally a Triple H in It's Triple H, H in a mask, can mask
2: with the dead leg spread up. Oh, my God. You can God. check it online. Huh. That was a real angle they did.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> the 10 year olds are like, whoa, wait, what? What's going on?
0: Yeah. Sometimes I just turn off my brain and watch as a ten-year-old, or it's just like <laughs> I don't want to engage with this. As yeah. a grown-up, I'm just gonna just, like let this slide by. Uh, big, yeah. big guys hate each other. That's basically the lesson. I
3: would say the incest angle makes more sense than that angle.
0: Oh yeah, I mean,
2: there's so many things that are insane. Because at least
3: people sense. can like be like, "Yeah, I can get on board with that." They fucking, they definitely have that vibe going.
2: Uh, yeah, I would say, and I'll say the big one of the big things. Um, this is another big one is. Uh, um, is the Chuck and Billy thing. That would be top five, just because of the surrounding? It was surrounding. amazing. What's I mean, that? listen, I wrote a piece a
3: while ago about... Love. I now pronounce you Chuck and Billy? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I think I read your piece about this. Yeah, no, it was in I'm my book, deba- too. The, the weddings.
0: Wedding, every time there's a wedding in a WWF ring, it is the greatest and worst thing that's ever happened because, like, why the fuck would they be doing that? Like, yeah, it doesn't yeah, make yeah, any yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there have been a couple where it's just, like, they deliberately drag it out. I think when... Was it... Triple H and Stephanie or Stephanie and Tess, one of the two. They've, Vince has married his daughter off numerous times on Raw. Right. Ha- but there was one where they just had a full song. It was right. a, it was like some endless love ripoff where they just had real singers come out and just sing for like seven minutes on the air, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> nothing else was going on. Everybody's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Chuck and Billy was one where they just got these two guys who were like established wrestlers, gave them like short blonde haircuts and mm. matching tights and red headbands and just had them be like a gay tag team, which was... A little bit weird, and because, they were already had careers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were a different thing. I mean, it's one thing. wrestling's a weird thing because you can repackage somebody, and we all just kind of like agree to not pay attention to it, sort of. Yeah. But this was a particularly weird one. Uh, anyway, I mean, just because they were they were on TV like right like the day before. Yeah, you know? and yeah, it was, yeah. So there wasn't even one of like, which was in
2: a hugely popular tag
0: team. Yeah, one of them. One of, one of them came from another company. One of them was a mega star in that company. But anyway, they just were like a gay tag team. They had this manager named Rico who was. Uh, the weirdest looking guy ever, had these like mutton chops and like a bouffant <laughs> and like, you know, like silk shirts. Uh, it was a really talented guy who like became a wrestler at the age of 45 or something crazy yeah. like that. But anyway, Terrible he, was, idea. he was their stylist. It's like that middle-aged woman takes an acting class. Yeah. It's- He was, yeah, exactly. He was their stylist, and then like at some point, it just became like they were gonna get married on TV. And then when they actually had the first gay marriage in wrestling history, glad (laughs) at this time.
3: Wait, they did it. They went through with it. No, well,
0: Well, yeah, they. I mean, glad.
3: I don't know how
2: dumb glad has to be. Right. The glad to look at the glad thought this was a great thing for gay rights. (laughs) Yeah. They thought that they were actually that Vince McMahon, the guy. Yeah, the the, guy guy that that
0: brought us, like, adorable Adrian Adonis. Yeah, Roddy Piper dressed up in blackface at WrestleMania 8 (laughs) was going to somehow
2: sensitively handle a gay wedding on WWF programming. A man Uh, who a couple years earlier had an old lady give birth to a ham was going to somehow deal with this. and, and, And how did he do it? Well, they just went... Apparently, Glad was really excited, and McMahon didn't know what to do. So right when they were about to get married, they just go, Fooled you! We're straight! Yeah. So Glad went... No, (laughs) The
0: wrestlers... Yeah, the wrestlers flipped out. It's like
3: (laughs) eight-year-olds.
0: The wrestlers flipped out, and they were just like, You told me this was just going to be for publicity, and it would never really happen. And then it was like, No, but it's happening right now. Oh, my God. So much. And I mean, I think that another
2: thing which... Or the celebrity tie-ins that have always... Because, you know, like, every pro wrestling... Every... Yeah. They, like, crave any, any sort of attention whatsoever.
0: Any mainstream attention. If you go back and watch those early WrestleManias, and it's, like, occasionally it'll be a really good... Celebrity, you yeah. know, like like Muhammad Ali, Liberace sang the national the national anthem on the or played the national anthem right. on WrestleMania one. Like, say what you will about Liberace, like and wrestling being a good match, but that's a celebrity. Yeah, yeah but then a, by like wrestling WrestleMania two and three, it's just like like you know like color commentators for MLB that you've never heard of. You know, or like I mean, I'm not <laughs> WrestleMania just about like Bob eleven. Euker, like they made a big deal out of Nick Totoro from NYPD Blue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'll bring anybody, anything to make it, anything to make it seem like a legit legitimate pop cultural enterprise which is so silly like it, really, especially really in this day and age they keep trotting him out but in this day and age it's like like subcultures are cooler than pop culture you know yeah. like it should be its own thing uh the only great well, i mean like tyson was great tyson was great but that was the every one once in so a, a while the few. Few. well Hormonic he wrestled for a bit right did he, did he wrestle bars? or no no he what? never wrestled he just like he, he made yeah, he he like showed up and just made it seem important. That was right after he bit off Holyfield's ear. Yeah, so it that's was big like, enough. So he had nothing
2: to do. But then they would have like they had David Arquette won the WCW World Title. That was the dumbest And That was thing a big ever. thing. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean they they tried to make him a champion. I guess. I don't yeah. Know what the my oh, buddy
0: my know. buddy ran into him at a Lakers game and he was still he's, pissed off. He just he just walked up and he was just like, "Are you former WCW champion David Arquette?" <laughs> and David Arquette was just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> like but he was like, but he's a, he's a huge wrestling fan, and he's sad. He's sad Hart he's He's sad that he's that guy. You know, right? Like he wanted to do it and have it be awesome. Like like be the be the guy that won it for every fan out there, or whatever. But. And
2: then, they, crazily enough, a couple years later, they did an angle with Kevin Federline, which worked great. Yeah, because what was he, that? Well, it was the only time John Cena was ever really likable to smart Mark. Yeah, smart, it's it's- Kevin Federline came out and he was like a real heel. Yeah, you know, and it's like I'm a piece of shit. That was basically like his whole thing. Oh, yeah, and I know I'm a piece of shit, and it worked for some yeah. reason. But David Arquette was like respected enough that it really
0: didn't work. Yeah, it was they like were when like, Jay no, Jay you Leno just fought. did a movie.
2: Yeah, yeah Jay yeah. Leno. Fought Jay Leno was like 55
0: years old, and just like uh, it was yeah. so bad. What I mean, did he, he do? Who did, did he fight? He fought
2: Eric. It was Jay Leno. And, uh, and it was weird. I think it was Jay Leno, Hulk Hogan, and... Uh, was it Carl Malone? Was no, it, was it was J- I'm sorry. It was Jay Leno, Diamond Dallas Page, and Carl uh, and Malone. Yeah. Versus uh, Dennis Rodman, Eric Bischoff, and Hulk Hogan. In wow. a triple threat match. Just insane. It was what year was that? was the Sturgis rally. This
3: 90s now. Late 90s. Yeah. Wow. That's a huge get for them is Jay Leno. Oh my God! David well, the, bet, R- the
0: worst R- get that they had was Master P, where they because Master P was like wanting to get in the wrestling game, and so it was like him and his yeah. buddies, and one guy who I don't think was really his friend, just a, a giant black wrestler, and they like put them all together, and they were supposed to be the good guys, and they got all these other like existing yeah. white wrestlers together, made them into the country music representatives, yeah. and <laughs> the fans were supposed to boo them, but of course this is like deep southern wrestling, <laughs> nobody, everybody's cheering for country for the established wrestlers who. Like, like country music ah. over these like random rappers that have showed up one day. It was the worst. <laughs> it was the biggest miscalculation I think in wrestling history. Ah. Like nobody, like nobody, like wanted mass Nobody wanted to see Master P. This is it's like, like we don't know you. We don't. We don't That's know you, and we're. This is Atlanta. You know, this is like a bunch of white yeah, people in the yeah, south. Yeah, we're really
3: know. racist. Why yeah. did you think that would work out?
2: Yeah, they they just never they just never get it. It amazes. And and probably the worst thing, and this isn't connected to be probably the dumbest move that anyone. I think in wrestling has ever made would be Vince's purchase of the XFL. Maybe at no, done by the WWE. He created the create XFL, it. I'm yeah. sorry, but the creation
0: of the XFL was Vince, probably the dumbest thing that's ever yeah, happened yeah,
2: in like top 10 dumbest things in sports history,
0: yeah. I would say. I wonder yeah. if the XFL might actually have had some legs if it like came along later, you know, if it was yeah, like a reality maybe. show too or something, but like it's really like it's it was nuts but it's it's you know vince has done a lot of these things where it's it's always clear that he's not content to be a wrestling promoter right i mean yeah. and, and i don't know
1: what wh- what about the reality spinoff where they had the camp like where they had those wrest- yeah where they they yeah. all lived in the big house oh yeah and that then- didn't right ra- that did
2: okay at some yeah. time it was like the ratings there weren't terrible yeah i, I visited
1: and- that set and Talked to Stone Cold Steve Austin and nice a couple guy. of the other guys. Yeah, yeah, he was he was nice, and we went through the whole house where they lived in. And how did you know Stone Cold? Tup? We, I was, I was there reporting on the. On what the, if the we found
2: out Tom was a pro
1: wrestler this whole time?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not saying
1: anything for the whole show. Uh, yeah, my my was, brother Stone Cold Steve Austin. It and was I, really we're... weird. I mean, it was super fake. Even when we were there, and they used that house for it's right. in a series coming up uh, too. Yeah. They that some guy's huge like thousand acre. Ranch it's just a reality show house. It's just like a they, reality show house, and yeah. they had all these fake, like these rooms. Just felt the whole place felt super fake, even though they try to do it up for, do it up for the reporters that went to the thing, and um, it's like, oh, they're they're working out now, you know, um, it, you know, working on. Specific ring moves, and we there was no sound coming from that part right. of the workout hall at all until like we come around the corner and they're like, okay, you know, yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just it's bizarre, all all stage,
2: almost like North Korea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but did it like
1: I, I I didn't know on the on the actual in the arena side of things if there was any impact to that show you know
0: uh, yeah I mean a bunch of the guys who were on it were I mean a number of the people who were on it were on the main roster for a while and now not many of them are they kind of they brought it back later as for like people who were actually already tra- like th- that show was for well I'm trying to think what, what era that was except for the girls that show was that like show was a lot of people years ago, who were like right? I want to be I want to train to be a wrestler yeah. then they brought back they, they used the name for a thing where they were like guys who were already like on the road to being wrestlers we've already signed you up but we're gonna put you on TV under this designation and let fans get to know you mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know it's hard i mean it's a, it's a, i mean no one wants no one knows they want to be a wrestler till they're already a wrestler for five years or something you know it's a shitty life so right, the, right. you know well yeah not much comes out of it well, the, uh, the crazy, heartbreak the, the, and the, drug addiction the, the, <laughs> Miz, yeah, exactly. the Miz thing is Bad so funny
3: to me because it all came about because he would pretend to be a wrestler on the real world
0: yeah and the
2: right. wwe is like it, like they see that as a huge celebrity yeah. yeah somebody so who was on a season of Road Rules, The Real World, they're like, yeah. holy shit. Um, even though he was the racist one on that show. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he had some, in, yeah, run in with. And his now girl. he's like liberal by wrestling standards. Now no one would even think he's racist. Yeah. Well, I mean, I to be me, in his I defense,
0: think... he had never seen a black person before The Real World. I think yeah. that was he, like, he was, he was like, what, like, there were people what he like
3: said, that. But I think it was like, I, I don't think it was as bad as it was made out to be. No, I oh, not he
0: in WWE, was... anyway. Yeah, no, it was really yeah. weird. But that's another example. Like they're just like they're they're entranced by this pop culture. It's like anything that's bigger that's not wrestling, they think is cooler than wrestling. And Vince always wants to be. A football promoter. He started a bodybuilding co- federation in the, like, right.
2: the late '80s. The greatest meme ever. Yeah, you go online, check that out. And
0: uh, so. the World Bodybuilding Federation. It was so dumb. I mean, it was like wrestling without the wrestling. It was just big oily guys posing. The worst idea. And uh, like he does, but he, he does. That's what he wants. That's what he seriously wants. but well, he, he wants something. He wants to have more things going on. I think he just wants to have more things to brag to his buddies at the country club about. I think that's at the end yeah. of the day. It's like I'm. am mo- making movies now. I'm making oh, that's albums. It's a weird now. thing. I can
2: never see him hanging out.
0: You know like with I, I humans, I, uh, well, yeah,
2: My parents live right next to Stanford. Yeah. And I could never see him hanging out with this. Like, I, I, you know, like uh, I'd go to like, uh, you know, back in the day I go to AA meetings with people from New Canaan. I could never see him hanging out with that crew of people. Yeah, and not being a monster there. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, like, you know, like money, like I think old he money. lives in Trump yeah.
0: Tower? Where is the Trump Tower? They'd be close to there. He lives. He, <laughs> he lives in like
2: in a Trump a, Tower. Yeah. No, he has a mansion, but maybe he. But anyway, XFL. Back to the, I think the dumbest. Was that he actually thought he could do football better than the NFL yeah. with people who only played in the Canadian Football League, yeah <laughs> and
3: uh, is that what it was? It was all Canadians?
2: it like, was cu-
0: all Canadians, and it yeah.
2: failed after a season.
0: it's re yeah, I mean it was a co-production with NBC. I think it was just sort of like a, a coin flip whether or not they were going to keep it going, and they decided not to, but it was it was weird. it was just a very really weird weird thing. And they I remember Opie like- and Anthony
3: hosted it. remember that they hosted did it yeah.
0: Oh I my didn't God!
3: Know that. Yeah, they hosted like the, sh- the after
2: show. That's not, I told that. That's
0: right. Like I, I had totally forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah. I remember
2: one of the uh, brilliant ideas they had was to try to have a locker room cam for the cheerleaders.
1: Yeah, but yeah. like then you
2: would like, oh, they would go into the locker room and then you know, right before you'd see something, they would ah oh! the towel. But you know, like people we were like, "What am I watching?" You know.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> it was yeah, It was like it was like a couple of fourth graders got together and they were like, "What would be cool in the NFL?" Yeah. Like, what do we Boobies! get? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Skimpier outfits. But, so it was. Uh, I
2: it's it probably the, probably pretty, pretty dumb. But anyway, the,
1: the you, marketing company I worked for designed the ball, the xfl ball. Really? Team. Yeah. So those uh, black and how red. Oh yeah, they, had they that put idea. that in the front case <laughs> of the, <laughs> <in> the <laughs> lobby. They had a bunch of them lying around. That that was like a favorite item, just to huck at somebody. Was it a different know? size? No, no, same size, it but was it was, was black. Same. It was black and red, and uh, it was like. Okay. Spaulding, it was the first the Spaulding company and, and it was somehow grippier or something like that. Oh, it was wow, slightly okay. different, yeah.
2: So in over his head that guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, then, and when he when he did the uh, I don't know if this counts on the list when they did Brawl for All on on the oh, there yeah, was a that was, precursor that was where was they just bad. had a, a real it was like a UFC fight in WWF except it was before UFC I mean it was before UFC was a big it thing. was boxing they yeah. tried to take guys but you could take people down too they're just you could you wasn't like oh, ground good. and pound but you could like like wrestling style takedowns and and punching in the face they made wrestling on.
2: real for a couple months yeah essentially oh my and God. they would say to guys like hey, listen, if you wrestle and you win your match, you'll get $10,000. So none of the big stars wanted to do it because they were making a ton of money, and they realized, like, I'm going to So all the smaller guys who were trying to make a name for themselves would have this... Tournament where they would try to see who was the actual toughest guy, yeah. in wrestling, which is ridiculous because it's all supposed to be fake tough,
0: right? And, and- there were a couple of guys who were like boxing who had like boxing backgrounds that decided to do it. The craziest thing though was that the whole tournament was set up to be a promotional launching pad for Doctor Death, Steve Williams, who was making his his like big first appearance in the WWF because he's the most like he's supposedly the toughest guy in the world backstage, but the idea that you would put him in a real fighting... Like, like it's so dumb. They were trying to... They, they had it in yeah. their head they were going to script a real fighting tournament. <laughs> like, it was, like the first time they've ever yeah. tried to make it real, they were like, oh, we know how this is going to end. But what they didn't guess... What they didn't expect was that Steve Williams was going to blow out his leg in the first five minutes of the first match. Yeah. So, like, like it wow. just never yeah. happened.
2: And then, at the end of it, Bart Gunn, this wrestler, who no one... They weren't doing anything with at the time. They are like, fuck, this is the guy who won? Yeah. So, let's... Let's decide to have him in a match with Butterbean <laughs> oh, at WrestleMania 15. I remember oh, Butterbean. Bean. Yeah, it was just a gimmick fighter. He was a you know he was a professional fighter. Yeah, he's he a gimmick guy. gigantic he was like, 500 yeah, pound fucking yeah. dude. The dude with the big King
0: Hippo or, 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 oh yeah, like, like, like who's King now? Hippo. Yeah, you no, know,
2: the get another you know, guy with the big black guy with the beard like Kimbo uh, Slice. Kimbo Slice. Kimbo yeah. Slice, Kimbo yeah. Slice yeah. Yeah. that yeah. time. This guy. So the Bark Gun comes in there, and he just fucking. He Butterbean kno- knocks out Bark Gun immediately in like five seconds. So the toughest guy. WWE couldn't beat the shittiest <laughs> the professional fighter. Yeah, 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 so yeah. It was like just the worst. Oh, that's awful.
0: Yeah, it was just a really really ill conceived It moment. just
3: makes you wonder how is it still a company? <laughs> he like, how are you still around? Yeah. Cuz guys like us who still watch it. Uh, yeah.
2: yeah. Not 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 including me.
1: <laughs>
0: There's, yeah, no, I mean, I think the bar is, at this point, the bar is really low for, like, what can be on TV, and they just have such a track record. I mean, it's just, it's why it's impossible for people to really compete with them, because, like, you know, another company wants to go run, what, the Louisville Gardens or whatever. It's like, Vince has a, a, a deal that he's had with them for the past 30 years, you know, and somebody else has to pay full price. It's just like, they just have this institutional advantage on everybody. Yeah. And, you know. There's always going to be people that like saying oily men uh, beat each other up, fake beat each other up. You know, It's
2: just it's, a, it's <laughs> part of the human condition. It's the way of the world. That's yeah. the way of the we world. Love, uh, we all love oily men beating each other up. <laughs> David, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, the thanks paperback so much. edition of your book is coming out. Yeah, it's now, around sometime be before out. too long. And say the title, yeah. one, one, two, the title. The
0: Squared Circle, Life, Death, and Professional, Professional Wrestling. Cool. And, and, yeah, at, at, at Masked Man on Twitter. AKA The Mask Man, yeah. AKA and you have uh, a website? Uh, no, if you just go to the AKA the Masked Man on Twitter, you can, all my links are on there, but I write for Grantland.com and, and I used to and occasionally for Deadspin and stuff like that. So you Cool. Can, the GP, check out your podcast. Yeah, GP. It's, it's, hopefully by the time this runs, is still going strong. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of backstage politics. Okay, we're GP. trying to make it into a huge wrestling angle, so we'll see how yeah, this plays out. Yeah, we'll see how it happens. Cool. Yeah. Cool. You guys finally
2: go against all things considered in a, or, yeah, uh, a promotional war? We would beat the shit out of that. Yeah, I think you <laughs> I, I think you could take out Iron Glass, yeah um, <laughs> it would be a battle of the uh, technician glasses The yeah. Apple Store <laughs> who looks more like an Apple Store employee but um, anyway uh, you can check out my album Battle of the Good Times on iTunes I have my uh, dates on my website and yeah uh
3: yeah, I'm at Seanie Time on Twitter and my website Shawnee Time.
2: She's about to fall in a diabetic coma by the end of this episode.
3: I'm a, fine. You're losing you, it. You, me. Yeah, I just got You like that. Okay. Like
2: there's a point. You yawned and then like yawned into your and then like kind of almost went pale. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shaking. We're doing you a know. lot of
1: these. What?
3: Uh, at Seanie Time and SeanDonnellycomedy.com. That's the website.
1: And Tom. Tom? Oh, I'm at Tom Dog on Twitter, and then
3: and Tom. sign up for the site where you t- Tom talks about. It. You'll hear Tom's voice. Yeah. Say all this stuff, but 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 sign. For, please sign up for the podcast on iTunes. I thought you said
2: Seinfeld
3: for some reason. Seinfeld. Please sign up for the podcast on iTunes and uh, follow us on Twitter. It's at Dumb Friends Cast, right? Yes, sir. And then uh, please email us. What's the email, Tom?
1: It, nobody 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 emails, emails. us but
3: I, there's other podcasts well, what if we, no. that have, up. yeah we want let's just say the email T- tweet at us yeah <laughs>
2: Nobody cares, guys. This is Tom's last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he really is just hanging on by a thread. Yeah. Also, if you don't watch wrestling, uh, don't start. You're a grown man, and you'll I'll throw never your, get life your life away back. Like back. Davis. Yeah, just just
0: read just read my read my columns. That's enough. That's <laughs> all you need. Right? Just watch need. one.
2: I feel like that's the fun. Like I would love to bring on a bunch of thirty year olds who get into wrestling for the first time.
0: Oh, that'd be great. That would be. A, just know, know, also,
3: just we should sad, do that. A
1: sad documentary. Yeah, that'd be just. People really... were in a My Little Pony. They really, they
3: get fatter
1: as they get fatter. <laughs> or in some kind of home.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, thanks so much for thank doing you this, man. It. No problem at all. Thank you it. guys. <laughs> Bye.
1: Well, thank you, Al. That's pretty cool, Al Madrigal giving us a message for our podcast here. Please support all things comedy, as he said, so we can keep all these great comedic podcasts coming to you week in and week out. You can see our hosts Dan Saint Germain and Sean Donnelly at shows in New York and Los Angeles Dan is in and around Los Angeles including shows at the West Side Comedy Theater in Santa Monica and The Meltdown in Hollywood for more specifics go to danstgermain.net. Sean Donnelly is in and around New York City for more specifics go to seandonnellycomedy.com and please send us an email we love getting feedback from you Please send us an email at my dumb at gmail.com. Please subscribe to us on iTunes and uh, write a little comment for us there and give us a rating that really helps us out. Thanks a lot. Our opening and closing music is by Phil Pickens.